Let us pray. And Abraham journeyed from thence toward the south country, and dwelled between Kadesh and Shur, and sojourned in Gerar. Genesis 21 Dear God, in the midst of my new season, when I am afraid that I might not survive it, I will not sacrifice the things close to me by giving them up to try to preserve my position and life. I declare that the same faith that brought me to believe in you will be the same faith I use to believe that you will protect me and deliver me from any future threats. Thank you, Jesus, that because of your sacrifice, I can be forgiven of my mistakes and still have my future restored when I come to you with a pure and clean heart. Holy Spirit, like Abraham, if there is any half-truth in my life, reveal it to me, and I will correct it. Give me the strength to stand in integrity when it's easier to do the opposite. I am blessed and secured in your presence. Therefore, I am free to be me and dwell in the place you've given me with peace and prosperity. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Continue listening for an incredible Bible story brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. Abraham and Abimelech Before this story, we learned about how God brought justice to Sodom and Gomorrah and delivered Lot and his family out of that city. But Lot's wife turned back and became a pillar of salt. Now we will learn about Abraham again saying, Sarah is my sister, to protect his own life from King Abimelech. Inspired by the book of Genesis. Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In our previous passage, we focused on Lot and his daughters and the results of fear in their lives. Today, we turn again to Abraham and Sarah. Lest we imagine that Abraham has now fully matured in his faith and has become immune to fear and faithlessness, today's story reminds us that often our journey is one of highs and lows, of zigs and zags. At times we trust and obey, at other times we turn back to our sin and disobedience. That's where we find Abraham today. Once again, encountering a powerful king whom he appears to fear more than he fears God, the God who has promised to be with him and bless him. Not only that, but again, Abraham will show a lack of regard for his wife. He is meant to lead and protect his wife, but now he uses her as a way to secure his own safety, to save his own neck. As you listen, notice how Abimelech is spared from committing a sin that would have cost him dearly. And notice how Abraham responds when confronted with his deceitfulness. Does he repent of his wrongdoing and fully own up to his mistake? Or does he try to twist his way out of it, justifying his actions? Finally, watch how God works through this situation to restore Abraham and Sarah as well as King Abimelech and his household. Consider how God has guarded you from sins you may have committed in times of temptation had he not intervened. It is a reminder of God's faithfulness to us always. 
even when we fail to be faithful to him. Now let's listen to today's passage. Abraham and his wife Sarah ventured to a new land where Abimelech was the king and ruled over the people. When they had entered the land, Abraham had once again claimed that Sarah was his sister, so nobody would harm him to take her. Abimelech, being curious about Sarah, had her brought to his home since he believed that she was Abraham's sister, yet he did not touch or harm her. One night while Abimelech was asleep, God came to him in a dream, saying, You are a dead man because of the woman you have taken, for she is a man's wife. Abimelech cried out in anguish, knowing he had not touched Sarah. He cried, Lord, do not kill an innocent man. Did he not himself say to me that she is his sister? And she herself said, He is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and the innocence of my hands I have done this. The Lord knew this, and was the one who had kept Abimelech from touching her. He knew the integrity of his heart, and commanded him to approach Abraham for prayer, and return Sarah to him. Yet God warned, If you do not return her, you shall surely die, you and all those who are yours. Abimelech and all those under him became afraid. The wombs of the women in his household were shut and became barren. Terror filled Abimelech's kingdom. Therefore he wasted no time trying to find Abraham. He sought out Abraham, and when he had arrived, demanded answers. What have you done to us? You made me sin against you, and now my kingdom is to be punished for it? You should have never done this. Abraham embarrassed and ashamed, spoke a half-truth, saying, Sarah and I share the same father, but not the same mother. So she is my sister. He continued explaining, I did not take you for God-fearing people. I was afraid that you would kill me to take her. Then Abimelech, both enraged and afraid, took sheep, oxen, and servants, and gave them to Abraham, then returned Sarah to him. This is my land, he said. Dwell wherever you please. Then he turned to Sarah and said, Take a thousand pieces of silver for your brother. This is proof that my hands are clean and you are free. After another failure of character, Abraham was faced with his faithlessness. Not only did he betray his wife to protect himself, but he put an entire kingdom in a place of sin. Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, and also healed his wife and servants so they could bear children once again. Even after another failure, God's promise to Abraham would not be made void. He would still be faithful and continue to bless him. Abraham and Lot, whose stories we've heard in the previous chapters, are in many ways contrasting characters. Abraham is often an example of wisdom and faith and obedience to God's direction. Lot, on the other hand, is rarely any of those things. As we have seen, he acts with worldly wisdom and compromise and reacts based on fear, not faith. They are indeed very different men. 
This does not mean, however, that Abraham always moves in the right direction, trusting God and acting wisely. Today, we've heard one such example. Fear has taken over Abraham once again. Just as he had done when they entered Egypt many years before, Abraham is in a new land, the land of a king whom he does not know and who he fears greatly, King Abimelech. We're not told what the basis of the fear is, only that Abraham hatches another crazy scheme of deceit to protect himself. He tells everyone that Sarah is his sister, not his wife. In other words, she's available. So King Abimelech sends for her and she's brought to him. Before we get to what happens next, I want you to think for a moment about what this is saying about Abraham, that he would put forward his wife to save his own skin. Year after year, Abraham has seen God's strength and faithfulness to keep Abraham and Sarah together and strong and safe. Not only that, but God has repeatedly reaffirmed his promises to grant Abraham a descendant through Sarah. If Abraham were to be killed, as he fears, that would mean God did not or could not keep his promise. So think about it. What Abraham is saying here with his action is that he really doesn't trust God to deliver on his word. Now, lest we judge him too quickly, how often do we, by our own actions, say the same kind of things? God has given us so much, and we have such a wonderful promise of life, abundant life in him. And yet so often with our actions, we're willing to say, to show that we really don't trust God to give us what we need, that God is not enough, that his promises may not be true. So that's what Abraham does here. But fortunately, Abimelech is spared from sin by God himself and because he appears to be a man of some integrity. Before he touched Sarah, God appears to Abimelech in a dream and tells him the true story. This terrifies Abimelech, and he asks if God is going to destroy him for something he has not done. God assures him that he knows the king's heart and reveals that it was him who kept the king from sinning. Look what he says to the king in Genesis 20, verse 6. Then God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know that in the integrity of your heart you have done this, and I also kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. You see, God is not only active in the lives of those who have received a special calling and blessing like Abraham. Here we see that God is watching over this king, Abimelech, searching his heart and keeping him from sin. God says he will spare him if he will return Sarah immediately. Abimelech promptly does so, confronting Abraham for having lied to him. And rather than owning up to his dishonesty and deceit and fully admitting that he was wrong, Abraham tries to soften it by telling another lie. Sarah is in no way his sister, but he is still trying to save face with the king. We'll see many times in Scripture how someone is confronted with their sin, and rather than openly admitting their fault and repenting, they try to justify or explain their actions. This isn't true repentance, and it's not what God wants. But once more, as we've seen so many times already, and as we can see vividly in our lives today, God is faithful to Abraham in spite of his lack of faith. God restores Sarah to Abraham and heals King Abimelech and his household. Dear God, thank you for this story and what it teaches us about your faithfulness even when we take backward steps in our walk with you. 
Thank you also for what Abimelech's example shows us about your hand of protection in times that we're not even aware of our danger. Thank you for always watching over us and always, always delivering on your promises. In Christ's name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love. By sharing this podcast, you can make a difference in someone's life. And if you want more resources as to how you can know God and experience Him in your life, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Welcome to the Pray News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we'll unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Pray News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.